the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Aiming for the capital city of Kiev. And sources say the administration wants Congress to approve $6.4 billion for Ukraine and U.S. allies. The Biden administration wants Congress to approve an initial $6.4 billion to cover military and humanitarian assistance to Ukraine and the region. Two people familiar with the request spoke to the Associated Press Friday on condition of anonymity. Senator Chris Coons of Delaware spoke with reporters earlier Friday. I do think there's also strong support for additional funding. Um, to meet this moment. The largest portion of the funds would go to the Defense and State Departments and the U.S. Agency for International Development. White- and that is a report from Washington correspondent Mike Grazzi, even as Russian troops close in on Kiev. This is SRN News. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. (laughs) relieffactor.com I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Uh, yeah. Feels feels like that's the kind of music you'd have. Actually, I'm going to the first classical music concert I've been to. Well, I've been to Chamber, but I haven't seen the full symphony in a couple years. Uh, we're changing that tonight. Um, so, uh, yes, St. Cloud has a symphony. And you know what? It's darn good. Uh, it's the advantage of living in a college town you actually get lots of music lots of art um, and um, we have lots of folks uh, here at St. Cloud State where I work and as well as uh, St. John St. Ben's who contribute to that and a lot of other local people too because a lot of them have grown up around places where you know for example here at the university um, and my wife took lessons from a faculty member at St. John's here at the university, a lot of a lot of uh, people from the from the city send their kids to take le- private lessons here on campus um, with our with our faculty and with some adjunct uh, instructors that they that you can get as well. So I mean, there's lots of opportunity for music. So anyway, anything to distract myself from watching what's happening in Ukraine, uh, I will. Uh, so first of all, Normally, as the intro says, this is a show about economics and finance, and mostly that will be what we do today. But I'm going to take I, I'm going to take a point of personal privilege to spend some time talking about Ukraine today, and I do that not out of just a general. I want to talk about what the latest news is. It really strikes me as odd that I would come onto the radio and not talk about it. Um. Because I do think it's a world-changing event. It changes the environment. It changes the environment in which we we have, um, in which we invest, in which we save, in which we work. I believe that, and and I'm planning to talk a fair amount about um, the impact of uh, the conflict on what happens in the uh, in the economy in in Western economies, Europe, the U.S. Thinking a little. I'm thinking. And this will probably be more like a brain dump than anything else. Talking about what's ha- what, the impact of this on China. What is this? What does a conflict between Russia and Ukraine mean for the Chinese for Chi- the Chinese economy? Because China has interesting foreign relations issues when it comes to the Russia-Ukraine conflict, and I might ask Ed a little bit about that as well. But the biggest reason I do I say this, and it, it, it all it comes out just very very briefly within the uh, within the intro to the show I'm going to give you a little bit of back history and particularly if you're new to the show or if you should pick this up on a podcast later because maybe maybe you're a person that listens to Ed Morrissey on Hot Air or when he when he pitch hits for Hugh Hewitt on Hugh's show as he did the last two days um, and he did a great job by the way you should really listen to, listen to him when he does that I I I come from this background uh, so that you can understand where I'm coming from. In 1991, I remember. So 
I'm, I could go back. Let me go back just a little further. 1989, I'm working to 88, 88, 89. I am working at Claremont McKenna College. I am a, I'm what people refer to as a Claremonster. I went to Claremont Graduate School. I studied economics, not political science and international relations. I did not study with Harry Jaffa, although I knew, I knew Professor Jaffa. Um, he had the study carol next to mine in the, in the library, uh, in, uh, in uh, in Honold Library at Claremont, and I, I will say I benefited from a number of conversations with Professor Jaffa over the years. So I've always been tuned into that view about politics and international relations. But I've actually got an econ- I'm actually an economist. I'm not a political scientist in any way, shape, or form. But I remember watching, waiting for the start of the of the World Series between. Uh, between Oakland and the LA Dodgers, not a fan really of either team, but because I'm living in, I'm back in the LA area again. I thought, well, I should probably pay attention, and I like baseball anyway, so I've got that on. And cutting in and out are pictures of what's happening in in Berlin and the tearing down of the wall. I go to campus the next day. Uh, I'm I'm a visiting I'm a visiting uh, professor uh, at Claremont McKenna. And I, my offices are next to uh, folks like uh, John Tierney, Charlie Kessler, uh, and other folks in political science. And are like, this is really momentous. So I, I kind of got the bug back then. Fast forward, fast forward a, a few years later, um, Claremont gets a grant to work on issues in transition right after the fall of the Soviet Union. And... I go back to work with them for three years on, on a contract studying monetary relations in the former Soviet Union. Um, at the end of that time, I barely get back to, to St. Cloud when I get a call from USAID and I end up working for a year in Ukraine. I worked as the advisor to the National Bank of Ukraine. I lived in Ukraine and the area of Ukraine I lived in is called Pechersk. It is a neighborhood just off the main street, the Krishatik, that runs up and down. And for those of you that watched in 2014 or earlier during during the uh, re- during the uh, color revolutions and saw the pictures from the Maidan, M-A-I-D-A-N, you might pronounce it Maiden, but it's Maidan. Maidan during the Maidan revolution um, in in 2014 is the one which I think is really relevant here. Um, I'm watching those because it's like I used to my the office that I worked at was just off that square, Independent Square. And and so the pictures that I'm watching now are very important to me. Um, I still have friends in the area. I wrote a book about Ukraine. It's the first book that I had published by an academic press. And I'm going to take a moment to read to you the very first this book is way out of print. It's really kind of funny. It's called The Ukrainian Economy Since Independence. It was published in 1998, so I just want you to, I want you to put it in that context, but I, I'm going to talk to you about it. Um, driving from Boris, so this is, this is from the preface to the book. Driving from Borispol Airport into the center of Kiev, the contrast of old and new in Ukraine is striking. This is true, of course, in many parts of Central and Eastern Europe. New buildings stand next to old. Ads for soft drinks and chocolates stand on ancient bridges. The new rich and shiny Volvos passing workers in dusty ladas, etc. Crossing the bridge toward the center of Kiev, there's also the site of the Pechersk Lavra on the bank of the Dnieper River. 
the golden domes of the monastery signify an ancient time when what many considered to be Russia was known as Kiev and Rus, and its center was Kiev. To the left, however, stands something larger. In 1981, the Ukrainian communist kneeler Sherbitsky erected a war memorial to its soldiers. At the center of it stands a woman made of titanium, a, a metal in bud, abundant supply in Ukraine, holding a sword to the sky. The sword extends higher than the bell tower at the monastery, making it the tallest monument along the river. Though it was meant to represent the defense of Ukraine from Germany, the statue faces Russia. It was meant to be called a monument to Rodina Math, Mother Russia. But many people call it Bolted Mother. When it was built, a parade was held and Leonid Brezhnev was invited to it. School children were made to line the streets. This remains an object of scorn for many Ukrainians. Yet after gaining independence, though all the statues to Lenin were torn down and all the Lenin squares and cities around Ukraine were renamed, the monument remained. Perhaps it to, to cost too much to remove. Well, it's a little bit more complicated than that. They actually passed a, uh, passed a law in 2015 after the the Maidan Revolution in 2014, which brought brought eventually to power President Zelensky, who's not wasn't the first president after that. He's the, the second president after Maidan, after the 2014 uh, revolution, which which basically undid a crooked, bad election of a Russian leader. And it was not the first time, of course. The 2004, the Velvet Revolution, was all about about a, a uh, crooked guy named Yanukovych who eventually did become did become president. He's the one that's there in 2014. Yanukovych was said to have won in 2004, and the people revolted against that. And the guy that I worked for at the National Bank of Ukraine, Viktor Yushchenko, became president. You might remember he was the one that was poisoned by the Russians. And it, it, badly, it badly marred his face. The short of this is, this has been something that's been happening for 30 years. Nobody, nobody should be fooled by this. In the book, I use the word bolted, bolted mother because, in part, it was a phrase that was used, but it probably wasn't the most common one. The most common one involves a word that I cannot use, but starts with the same letter. It is a, it is a, I think I took the mystery out of that. Um, it is a place where, it is a place that understands that it's, that it is, its fortunes are inextricably tied to Russia. If you live there, and I did for a year, and I lived about a mile from the bolted mother, um, you, if you lived there, you knew that you knew that there was this tension between Russian and Ukrainian. Indeed, Yushchenko, in one of his first moves when he became governor of the National Bank, started giving Ukrainian language lessons to everybody who was there because the lingua franca of the National Bank was Russian. If you spoke Russian, you could speak to everybody. If you spoke Ukrainian, there were some people that didn't understand you. Um, there were more that didn't understand you. You spoke English like I did. But... I was instructed, if you really want to work in the National Bank, you probably better learn Russian, not Ukrainian. So I learned a little bit. I'm badly out of practice. I barely speak it anymore. Um, but 
I, but that the tension between Russia and Ukraine is long-standing. It goes back centuries. They are fellow Slavic people. But Ukrainians know that they've always been something where Russia would always want to treat them, well, pretty much like they treat, they treat Belarus as a cat's paw that can be used, in, in Belarus's case, as a launching pad for the invasion that is threatening Kiev today. I'm going to take a little time uh, in the next segment to get us caught up on a little bit of where are they right at this moment. I am very interested in um, I'm very interested in, in, in having your views as well. 651-289-4477. If you want to sound off on on Ukraine, this is your hour. I'm not going to do this in the second hour. Second hour is going to be more of what we normally do, but we're going to take an hour to talk about Ukraine as a point of personal privilege for me because because I live there. I have friends there. I, I'm very worried for my friends who live there right now. And I'm saying this is a time in which the world has changed and we need to mark it. We'll be back with more after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. 
Did you know that the FTC reported a 45% increase in fraud and identity theft claims in 2020? Our increased digital lives and shift to remote work have created easy targets for scammers. Staying safe may feel daunting, but protection for you and your family is easier than you think with Identity Guard. Plus, there's no better time to get started. Identity Guard is offering listeners a free 30-day trial. Visit IdentityGuard.com slash News Talk today for a free 30-day trial. That's IdentityGuard.com slash News Talk. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year. Help police by not escalating. Address any complaints after the encounter. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. Well, that's appropriate. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. In the last 15 minutes, a report uh, on Telegram uh, that from the Ukrainian telecoms agency that the Russian media regulator site is down and that Russian TV channels were hacked to broadcast Ukrainian songs. Don't know that's true or this is disinformation. And I have to say, one of the things that you need to... Be very aware of because my wife has been reading to me you know well i'm reading this i'm reading that and i'm like there is so much noise out there right now you should be very very careful very very careful about taking any report any single report with any seriousness it does appear in this hour in the, in the last few hours that the EU is moving toward agreement with the United States to cut Russia off from SWIFT. It does appear that there has been some movement on on uh, personally sanctioning uh, 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 and freezing bank accounts associated with the, with President Putin and with uh, 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 Foreign Minister Lavrov. Um, so those things are happening right now. Uh, I don't I don't really know if they actually are playing. <laughs> playing Ukrainian music on Russian TV's channels through a hack. That would be pretty remarkable if true. Uh, 651-289-4477 with your questions or comments. We have John in Bloomington on line one. John, good morning and welcome. Uh, Good morning. Um, Yes, I wanted to ask you, uh, will this Ukrainian crisis affect what was expected to be a planned raise in interest rates by the Federal Reserve? You know, there was a lot of talk that they might go up one-half percent. Even if they went up a quarter percent, isn't that quite a low figure? I mean, it seems like that they're overplaying how much that would affect the economy. But I'm wondering whether this will have any effect on that rate increase. And the other thing, I don't know if you'd know about this, but I thought the U.S. and other countries had something that were called Stinger Missiles. And I'm wondering why that Ukraine didn't have those to take out those airplanes that flew over there when this whole thing started. Um, I wondered if you had any information on that. I'm curious about your opinion on the interest rates. Yeah. Um, so those are both great questions, John. Thank you. I think uh, particularly on uh, for Stinger, I'm going to actually 
hold that question and ask and ask Ed. I think I know the answer, but Ed Morrissey will be joining us in the next segment. Probably has a more complete knowledge of that. I believe the answer is we have chosen not to provide them because of our because of our practice of trying to play uh, our our diplomacy vis-a-vis Russia with a soft hand, that they thought that would be provocative. Um, they have given, I know Ukraine has anti-tank missiles. You're seeing, you're seeing photos from, uh, from eastern Ukraine that would indicate that some of, the, uh, some of the trucks and tanks being brought in from, from uh, Russia into Ukraine have been hit by anti-tank missiles that have been very damaging. But I don't believe those are stingers, so I'm going to put that question to Ed. On your first question, that's also something I'm going to talk about more later in the show. But the, the but let me give you this particular this particular piece of information. When we started two weeks ago, and if you go back and listen to the show on TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, look, sign up for the VIP club so that you can get all the Pat's uh, podcasts, so you can find all the places where I was wrong, and maybe find the one or two times when I was right. Uh, but one thing I think I one thing that we said back then, John, two weeks ago, was that the Fed was moving, the market was moving rapidly toward fifty basis points as an expectation. There are hawks out there, by which I mean inflation hawks, those who are who want who want us to bring inflation down fast within the Fed, who were signaling they were on board for fifty basis points right away. I will say a lot of the news in the last 72 hours has probably pushed them to the sideline. And more importantly, if you look at the, and I'll, I'll read you the exact numbers in, the, in, in that segment in the second hour today, but, but we moved very, very rapidly from favoring a 50 basis point increase to the point where a 50 basis point increase is probably not in the cards at this point. But I'm not positive that's the result of Russia-Ukraine, although it will be used as a re- as a rationale. You can bet, I would bet rent money that uh, that Jay Powell mentions that when he comes to the podium on March 16th to announce what I expect to be a 25 basis point rate hike. Um, and I'll just hold on to that last point. Is it enough? Uh, because I've got I've got what might be my favorite CNBC segment of the last month. Coming up in the second hour, um, um, the the estimable Jim Grant was on, and he was in fine form. <laughs> it was it was glor- it was a glorious four and a half minutes uh, to listen listen to him. But we'll we'll save that. I'm going to save that part for a little bit later. But uh, let me just quickly uh, uh, take you through some other some of the other news. Here's what here's what you need to know. And, and, and again, I say you have to be careful how you listen to news reports because both Ukraine and Russia are, are obviously going to put out information that favors their story on the fight. Ukraine wants support as much as possible. They can't get support if everyone looks at it and goes, it's a lost cause. So they have to make it look like they're really fighting really well and that they're, take, they're inflicting serious casualties on Russia. And they will do that. So I tend to temper all the information I get from Ukrainian sources with that 
well, what do they want me to hear and what of what they're telling me is based in reality and how much of this is just is a just so story that allows them to continue to keep pressure on the West to keep ratcheting up sanctions. As I, as I said uh, just a few mo- minutes ago, it would appear that the EU is coming on board to bring SWIFT to it. Now, that's being said first by President Zelensky, uh, Vladimir Zelensky in, um, in, in the president of Ukraine. We may find out that that's just, that's just Zelensky trying, uh, offering us propaganda. But according to reports, Hungary, which was a holdout on using SWIFT, uh, after being visited by the Polish Prime Minister, uh, President Orban in Hungary has said, "Yes, I now support. Uh, um, I now support uh, cutting Russia off from SWIFT." They were one of the ones that said no. Another place that said no is Cyprus. Cyprus has long had a very cozy financial relationship with Russia and many of its many of its uh, 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 oligarchs, and with the Putin government in terms of uh, place to store. Uh, wealth. Cyprus has secretive laws that uh, even the Swiss envy. Um, so I say, I say you should probably keep an eye on Cyprus. I cannot believe that the EU would not look at Cyprus and say, okay, we're all, the rest of us are all on board. So the question really is, if Germany's on board and Hungary's on board, they're probably going to do this. And it feels at this hour like that might actually happen. And that's the kind of thing that Zelensky is trying to push for. I will note that they have now said that, that reports are now coming out. Reuters is reporting that uh, that some of the troops used uh, in the put down of a of a separatist uh, event in Chechnya, those troops uh, led by a general named Kadyrov, uh, are now moving uh, toward Ukraine. Uh, and being sent that way. The biggest piece of news I've had in the last two hours, it, besides the SWIFT piece, I'm not clear, and people will say, Turkey has now said Russia may not move any of its boats through the Dardanelles into the Black Sea. Those boat ships, Russian ships, have shelled Ukrainian cities from, from the sea, um, and that has been just... Remark that's been remarkable, but re- remember, in 2014, Russia took Crimea. It probably has positioned already all of the ships it needs in the Black Sea. This is, in essence, closing the barn door after the horses have fled. Okay, so I don't believe I don't believe it's really very effective. But at least on the symbolism of it, Turkey is actually saying things like we're not very happy with Russia at all. Um, the most important point, and I'm, it's the question I'm going to start with Ed uh, in the next segment in just a moment, is the fact that that uh, uh, Vitaly Klitschko, uh, the former uh, heavyweight boxer who's now the mayor of Kiev, um, has imposed a curfew from eight o'clock to eight from from five p.m. tonight, which starts in, if I have my timing right, it started thirty minutes ago, and. They are under curfew until 8 a.m. Monday morning. In other words, the streets of Kiev for the next the next roughly uh, 36, 40 hours will be bare except for military forces. Um, that was just announced in, it just announced about an hour ago. 
So let me take a break here. When we come back, Ed Morrissey from HotAir.com, uh, occasional host of uh, occasional host of the Hugh Hewitt Show, will be joining us to give us his views on the latest that's happening there. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. <laughs> Man, winter's here, and I missed out on getting my roof done. Did you at least get your siding fixed? Nah, didn't get to that either. Well, I wouldn't worry. Just call JTR Roofing. JTR will give you an estimate and get your project on their calendar for first thing in the spring. There are a ton of roofing and siding companies. Why should I call JTR? First, check out their online reviews, like this one. JTR did the roofing and siding on our house. Fantastic. And conscientious workers. Okay. Or there's this one. I can't say enough about what great guys they are. JTR should be your first and last call. Hmm. Plus, JTR Roofing is also a locally owned company. They stand behind their work, and they'll be there for you in the years to come. JTR Roofing. Sounds like I better give them a call. Visit JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. JTR Roofing, windows, siding, and gutters. JTRRoofingInc.com. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. I'm Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as Reserve Citizen Airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And of I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com.
Boy, this is going to make a mess of the uh, Spotify, isn't it? I believe that's the Ukrainian national anthem. I'm not positive, but I, I'm pretty sure that is. You got it, King. Thank you, sir. Um, anyway, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. We're talking Ukraine this hour. Um, I'm a former uh, I'm a former advisor to the National Bank of Ukraine back in the 90s. Uh, I have colleagues here who've been there much more recently. A Fulbright scholar that's been in Kharkiv at uh, at, at uh, the University of Yaroslav the Wise, uh, and uh, a, a colleague who is uh, who is Russian, uh, but very much uh, very much a person that's been been following this and quite horrified by the behavior of the Russian government this time. Uh, and, uh, and again, keeping track of things, it appears that the, according to reports right now, I'm re- I'm following, the, I'm following two English language Kiev based, uh, independent journals, uh, the Kiev Post and the Kiev Independent, uh, and, and following their news feeds over the last, uh, over the last hour and a half since I got, got to my office this morning. And, and, they're saying that that uh, there's now full EU support for disconnecting Russia from SWIFT. Um, just checking if have we got Ed Morrissey on the line yet? We do, King. Ah, oh, beautiful. Let me let me bring Ed onto the show now. Ed Morrissey, proprietor, chief bottle washer at HotAir.com, my former colleague in the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, refugee of Minnesota, now living in in. The warm climbs, but uh, funky electrical system of Texas. Um, good morning, Ed. How are you? I'm doing well, King. That's uh, that's one of the more accurate uh, descriptions I've had. You know, introductions I've had. The the the, the sort of dicey electric uh, electric grid system of Texas is still up and running. I I must emphasize. Haven't had any problems yeah. yet so far, and hopefully yeah. we're on the. Uh, we're on the downside of winter over here already, so I'm I'm hoping that uh, we're going to make it all the way through. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a sunny <laughs> eleven degrees here in St. Cloud, so uh, uh, be very happy to be where you are, sir. Uh, <laughs> it's it's off. Hey, it's hey, Ed, here you today. is it? Okay, it, it is actually uh, here today. It's uh, I'll tell you in just a second. It's thirty six degrees out here right now. Wow, wow, oh boy, you might have to put on a sweater. Oh, that's Mike. tough. My just, uh, yeah. My just. Okay, so, Ed, you sat in for Hugh Hewitt over on our sister station, AM1280, The Patriot, and, of course, stations around the country. Yesterday, you were reporting on uh, Ukraine and talking to a lot of experts. First of all, what's your understanding of the situation on the ground right at this moment? My understanding is that, um, is that the Russians have taken control of... Well, first off, Chernobyl. We found that out yesterday, but um, mm-hmm. but they're they're into the suburbs of Kiev at the moment, but they're not in Kiev proper, um, and and they tried all night long to push into Kiev proper. They haven't been able to do that. It, the last I saw, Russians have not taken over any of the major population centers in Ukraine, and outside, of course, the Donbas, where they they've been controlling things for years, and. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's rather stunning. I mean, this is the Russian army. This is supposed to be one of the top armies in the world, and they don't appear to be performing very well, at least in the initial going here. And uh, there's been some other developments that have popped up, which tend to indicate that perhaps even Vladimir Putin is starting to realize that 
something's wrong here. Um, I, I know we can probably talk about this more at length, but apparently there was an appeal made to Kazakhstan for troops where, where Putin had just got done rescuing President Tokayev uh, about six weeks ago. And not only did Tokayev refuse to send troops to Ukraine, he refuses now, he announced that he refuses to recognize the um, independence of Luhansk and Donetsk. And uh, that's a rather stunning turnaround for a guy who just got rescued by Putin six weeks earlier. Wow. Yeah, I, I've, I've been watching. I've been watching that. I've been watching the uh, sort of the uh, the the uh, on the one hand, on the other hand, kind of work that's being done by China in its uh, foreign relations vis-a-vis -vis this conflict. Uh, it, I believe, it abstained on the statement from the uh, UN Security Council yesterday, rather than rather than uh, cast a vote alongside Russia. So it looks like they're trying to basically have it both ways. Right. Um, which is pretty common in Chinese uh, foreign policy, um, to, you know. And I'm not really sure wanting enough, yeah. to go to that. Yeah, it, 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 I'm not really wanting to go there. But, but Ed, what 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 it does seem to me, and I agree with you on that assessment to the extent that that I'm at all a um, a uh, expert on uh, military uh, military science uh, of any way, shape, or form. It looks like what what Russia had intended was. A very quick armored assault that would take Kiev in a matter of a day or two, decapitate the government, install a new install a new government, and then I'm not sure what would have happened next. Would they have tried to swallow the country whole, or would they have partitioned, or what have you? That part that part's really unclear. But it looks like that's not working, right? Well, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And the problem is, is it's unclear because. It was unrealistic all along. I mean, this is a really strange move by Vladimir Putin. I mean, there just isn't a really good... You know, we talk about exit strategies in terms of, you know, American... Uh, American... Uh, what, what do you want to call it? Uh, military adventures, right? We got into Afghanistan. Right. What, was the, what was the exit strategy? You get into, uh, you, you get into uh, uh, Iraq. What's the exit strategy? Well, I don't understand what the exit strategy is in uh, Ukraine for, for Putin, and I'm not even sure what, the, what he thought that the end result was going to be. This was not going to be a country that was just going to simply collapse and allow Russia to annex it. Uh, this is a country that is very much unhappy with, with Russia, and you see it in the streets. You've got uh, one of the Klitschko brothers, one of the um, uh, yep, Vitaly boxers, Vitaly, right? Vitaly, who is the mayor of Kiev, I believe, right? Yes. And and he is taking pictures of himself in fatigues and saying that he's basically going to fight to the death. Uh, and there's a whole lot of Ukrainians who are right there along with him. You've got Petro Poroshenko, who's got every reason to want to see uh, you know, Volodymyr Zelensky. Uh, get taken down, and he's out in the street and swearing that he'll die in the street rather than let the Russians take over. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's an amazing, inspiring response from Ukraine, and it seems to be having an effect. Uh, you've got uh, apparently there's a um, there's a fighter pilot who's already an ace for Ukraine. They're calling him the Ghost of Kiev. He shot down a number of Russian um, pilots already. I mean, this is not a walkover, and I don't think it ever was going to be. And so, I get back to what it was that Putin expected to get out of this. I don't, I don't get at all 
what he thought he was going to gain by a full-scale invasion that he couldn't have gotten just simply from rattling sabers and, and, and hitting pressure points and, and unnerving Ukrainians about a potential um, invasion long enough to get them to roll over and, and play ball with them. This is, this is, I think, going to be the worst of both worlds because it's going to eventually reveal that Putin's, Putin's army, Putin's economic capabilities, uh, both are not strong enough to claim superpower status, and it's going to it's going to end up humiliating Russia. So, you know, there's a couple things in what you've said that that, that I want to explore, and 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 uh, you might be staying with me for a while longer than I thought because you've just triggered sure. like three different things I got to talk about. <laughs> uh, first of first of all, first of all, um, it's pretty clear that that that, and let me let's start with this point. Had they just chosen to annex? Because they recognize the Donetsk and Luhansk people's republics, right? Uh, right. Uh, these are these rump areas that were that be, that declared and and were semi-separated from Ukraine. No, no international, no other country had recognized them. Russia had not recognized them until Tuesday, and I had, and then and then you, then then you saw, you know, that the troops were right there and ready to sort of go in and act as peacekeepers, and that's what we thought that was going to happen. And that what we that's what we thought would happen. And I think we all sort of had sort of made peace in our minds with, with that happening. And I don't think you'd see nearly the kinds of things that were going on. The West was measuring itself. But here's the thing. The minute they decide to invade any peace outside of Donetsk and Luhansk, and it turns out, coming out of the Transnistria toward Lviv, coming out of the north toward Kiev, as well as coming out of the coming out of the, the coming out of the east uh, toward where everybody thought they'd go, but going much further than they thought, threatening Kharkiv, uh, moving toward Dnipro city, uh, and so forth. I think that all just made everybody go, "What does he want?" Yeah. He wants well, something far more than we thought. And, yeah, and, and I think that's so, what happened with Kazakhstan, too. I mean, that's the reason why right. Kazakhstan has done a, a about-face here, too, is that, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, first off, the the partition of Donbass took place eight years ago, right? right so, right. I mean, I'm surprised it took this long for him to get around to saying, well, we're going to recognize these as independent republics, because that's exactly what he did in South Ossetia and Abkhazia 14 years ago and really didn't pay any sort of significant price for that. And I kind of am surprised it took this long for him to get about to doing that. And looking at Ukraine through history, and I know that you know, you're, you've studied this far more than I have, I mean, those are sort of recent additions to the Ukraine state, if you will. Yes. I mean, th- th- those were sort of administrative uh, changes that were made during the Khrushchev regime, for whatever purpose Khrushchev had, I, I can't even tell you what the purpose was, but they just sort of assigned those areas to Ukraine. And so when Ukrainian independence came along, they, those areas came with them, but they're ethnic Russian. They're, they're traditionally Russian areas. Uh, Crimea right. is a different matter. Crimea is a real mixed bag. But Donetsk and Luhansk, there, there's, a, at least a, there's at least an argument, right, that, well, that wasn't really ever part of Ukraine, but there's always been a Ukrainian you know, national sense, right? There was a Ukrainian national sense prior to the Soviet Union. 
during the Soviet Union, it was probably especially heightened because of the Holodomor, um, yep. the, the famine in 1932 and 1933 that Stalin imposed on, on Ukraine cost almost 4 million lives, at best estimates. Um, so to, to want to invest that back into Russia is basically committing to a decades-long occupation that is going to make Afghanistan look uh, a lot more simple. Because yeah. Ukrainians are better armed, more united. There, there aren't any tribal um, uh, rivalries in the part of Ukraine that hadn't already been partitioned off. You're talking about a united people who are going to fight to the death against an occupation. I mean, it just made no sense at all, King. Yeah, it doesn't. Hey, Ed, i got to take a break here. We'll be right back. Uh, and, and I want you to re- uh, reflect on the question. Uh, uh, reflect on the question. If, if what he's trying to do makes no sense at all, the question is, does this guy actually sane? Uh, <laughs> or, you know, it, it, I, I, that's a serious question. We're to visit with Ed Morrissey from HotAir.com. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley. Everyone has important numbers. A phone number, a year you were born, even your anniversary. At Appliance Renew, giving our customers savings up to 50% off is one of our important numbers. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We sell brand new scratch and ding, name brand appliances. Our inventory of over 250 appliances changes weekly. I put all appliances through a 20-point inspection, checking that all components, belts, and lines are running at peak performance. Appliance Renew is locally owned and operated in beautiful downtown Farmington. Visit ApplianceRenew.com or give me a call at 612-564-9207. It's worth the trip to downtown Farmington in the South Metro for savings up to 50% off brand new scratch and ding appliances. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty microphone? Not here, you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms, they're always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at forevercleaning.com. That's the number 4, EVRcleaning.com. Or call 763-807-9817 to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. 
visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen to the King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 here on the Biz 1440. It's the latest economic news, trade information, your monthly jobs report, and much more. Join us this Saturday morning live on the Biz 1440. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. You know, if John's at the mic, is at the production uh, counter down there at uh, at the mothership. You know, you're going to get some really fun choices of music. Thank you, John. King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. We are visiting with Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com, uh, occasional uh, uh, guest host at the Hugh Hewitt Show and other places as well. I often get to talk to Ed on you know on shows show on these other shows he does and sometimes on hot air as well i'm really loving it uh ed thank you for being with us so i asked you a question at the end of reflect on so you've had about four minutes to think about it is vladimir putin sane yeah it's a great question and and i think that there's a couple of a couple of different ways to look at this one is has he ever been sane i mean this is obviously the culmination of an escalating series of ambitions and uh, you know we've We've often sent up the warning flares to people who seem to want to consider him some sort of, you know, leader of, you know, the Christian West type of thing. And uh, I've had these conversations with friends before and, and, and said, this guy is, uh, you know, serious, a serious threat to world order. And you have to understand that this is, he's not defending Christian anything. He's using that as you know, a means to an end. What he wants to do is he wants to reconstitute a Russian empire, and he's going to do it at the expense of Eastern Europe. And um, and Central Asia, too, which is the reason why I think Kazakhstan just finally figured this out. So if you think of him in those terms, maybe he's deluded but not insane. Here's another thing that I'd like to kind of throw in there, and the reason why I've been thinking about this even before you asked is that Marco Rubio on Twitter last night hinted that there's something... Uh, there's something off about Putin over the last five years or so. And I, the problem, I think, when, and we've seen this in, in many different applications, is that when people become absolute tyrants, absolute dictators, Stalin would be one of the, one of the examples, Adolf Hitler would be another one, is that they, they are already somewhat, they have some sort of mental imbalance anyway, um, Power does very strange things to them, and they become megalomaniacal. And this was true of Stalin. It was true of Hitler. It's true of uh, other. You know, Saddam Hussein would be another example of this. And this type of mental illness uh, it inevitably leads to some sort of Greek tragic downfall. The question is, how many people do you t- does it take with you? You know, in World War II, it took what sixty million people down with mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. you know when you know by the time it was all over between 60 and 80 million people had had died because of hitler and um you know to some extent stalin because of course the you know molotov ribbentrop uh agreement is what really allowed hitler to touch off world war ii <clears throat> so right. 
there's, uh, you know, it, there are all sorts of reasons why we should be concerned about that, not the least of which, of course, is that Putin's got his fingers on uh, the nuclear button and actually almost explicitly threatened to leverage that uh, when he was talking about a response to sanctions or um, assistance to Ukraine uh, in this in this invasion. I mean, it is getting to be, it, you know, there's certainly, there's the madman theory, and then there's being a madman. They're two different things, and uh, the second is a lot worse than the first. Yeah, I, I, so I agree, agree with that. I, and I do think there's one, there's one extra factor to play into this, which is what has his isolation under COVID for the last two yeah. years done? Because I, I, I will say, I, I, I've actually known a couple of governors personally. You know, you know a couple too. You're sure. caught in like a major budget negotiation, and at that moment, you you're pretty much it's late at night. You're all alone, and you got to make that decision for yourself. You don't have anyone to take take counsel of. I can okay. That's a lot of pressure, and those things last weeks sometimes. And you see people crack in weeks. He's had two years of this. And, and 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 the pictures that the pictures of that of that meeting on Monday and then the speech afterward just struck me as as I have to say I agree with Senator Rubio. I think there's something not right there. Hey Ed, can you stay for the second hour? I sure can, yeah. Okay, you hang on, you hang on. We're gonna go sell some things. We'll be back after this. We're visiting with Ed Morrissey from Hotair.com. I'm King Banyan talking to you on the King Banyan show on the biz 1440. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Wouldn't it be great to receive free quotes from multiple top-rated contractors on siding, roofing, and window jobs with absolutely zero pushy salespeople invading your house with one-size-fits-all overpriced options? I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As many Patriot listeners know, one short meeting with me will result in competitive estimates emailed to you a few days later with no obligation to buy. With today's supply chain issues, the most common question I get lately is how long until the work can be done? Straight answer. If you would like to see some new windows in your house in the summer, now is the time to call me. Lead times are up to six months for window installs, double than what we've ever seen in the past. So whether you would like a few windows quoted or all of them, we'll go over the best options that fit your house and stand up to our extreme temperature swings. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back out to write up the order so we can get the clock ticking on your new windows. Set up a short meeting with me, go to GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. 
We wanted a four-wheel drive SUV, so we just stopped at Invergrove Hyundai, and we liked what we see. And obviously, the same day, even, I bought one. Hi, this is Gary in Maplewood. And that started the relationship with uh, Invergrove Hyundai, and I'm on my third Hyundai since. I've bought at least 20 new cars. And in all the dealerships that I've dealt with, I've never felt more at home and appreciated than I have with Invergrove Hyundai. I would just say that anybody looking for a vehicle, give uh, Invergrove Hyundai a shot at it. Uh, you'll be happy you did. I would more than highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai. I'm a partner of theirs forever, just for the way I was treated at, uh, at their dealership. I, I just can't say enough. Every new Hyundai, like the 2022 Santa Fe, comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Check out their new inventory arriving daily at Invergrove Hyundai. Bears. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.